0: Welcome to Ravencoin Sitrep, your situation report on all things Ravencoin. My name is Michael. It's a short show today, but first, some Ravencoin news. From the Ravencoin Foundation, a reminder for folks who haven't seen raventrader.net, it's a web-based atomic swap site. So you can swap all kinds of assets on the Ravencoin platform for other assets or for Ravencoin currency. This is in addition to the swap functionality built into the latest versions of the Core Wallet on GitHub. RavenTrader.net is also used by RvNBay.com, another NFT Raven NFT auction and sale site that aggregates NFTs from a variety of other players, including Just NFTs, RvNFT, RavenSwap.net, Mango Farm Assets, and today's guests, Synth. There's an update on a potential RavenCoin listing on coinbase and kraken exchanges rvn is one of the most liquid assets out there with a hundred million dollars worth being traded across all platforms all the security audits are done legal opinion has been published confirming that ravencoin is not a security all the coding for the rosetta api has been completed so now it's time to ask the exchanges when coinbase when kraken the ball's in their court Security audits have also been completed for the upcoming PayDescript Hash upgrade. Pay Script Hash or P2SH is a technology that will allow swaps between different chains such as paying Ravencoin in and getting Bitcoin back. It also makes it possible to lock assets into multi-sig contracts. There's also a warning on Ravencoin wallet upgrade scams. If there is an upcoming wallet upgrade, it will be announced on all the major platforms These scams are most commonly wallet stealers and they usually contact you on Discord as a direct message. So if you see an upgrade warning, get onto Ravencoin Twitter, Discord, Reddit or Telegram and check first. This September the 8th at 1600 hours UTC, there will be a live AMA with Ravencoin lead developer Tron Black on Stealth X. Questions will be picked from a pool on Twitter for Tron to answer. To tune into this AMA, It's on Telegram. Go to t.me forward slash stealth ex underscore io. Ravencoin has just been listed on exchanges at gemini.com and bitcoin.com. In India, a new Ravencoin tokenization project is started called Ravenstar. This seems to be a teaser announcement and more to come soon. All we can say now is to quote Joshua Blockchain Tiger from Twitter, that the team behind Ravenstar are freedom fighters against communism. Well, that's enough to get me interested. Speaking of blockchain tiger, that's the same blockchain tiger Joshua who set up the Ravencoin BraveLand virtual campus. Well, now he has stunned the Ravencoin community by getting his team at Ravencoin Asia together in Seoul, South Korea to send out 200 mini PCs with Ravencoin nodes pre-installed completely free of charge. It's just Incredible how generous Joshua has been to the Ravencoin ecosystem and these nodes make the network more secure for everyone Today's guest is a British man by the name Synth Synth is a name you will see all over Ravencoin Twitter a softly spoken man of few words Synth is nevertheless one of the most prolific NFT artists out there creating and collaborating with other content creators and hosting platforms to bring you the latest innovations in NFT graphic and animated art. His work is being picked up across the world. Finally, today's hash rate is 7.18 tera hash per second, network difficulty is 97.08 thousand. Let's get this thing started. Hello, would we're live. Synth.
1: Hello, thanks for having me on.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure. No, Synth, um... Uh you are one of the most prolific names anyone on Twitter can find on the Discord chat, and uh, it's it's amazing how many how many projects you seem to be into. One of the the, the sort of the most well known voices in the NFT sector. Uh, is that how you see yourself?
1: <laughs> uh, that makes me blush a little bit. No, I mean it's it's been a pretty wild ride in the last six months and. I think um, when I started out, the Ravencoin scene was a little bit smaller than it is now, and I've just kind of, I guess, grown with Ravencoin a little bit, so to speak.
0: Yeah. Apologies to listeners for the audio quality. We've had some issues here, and this is the best we're able to work out. So, since, like I do with all my guests, uh, if it's all right, could you give me a little bit of a background in uh, how you got into Ravencoin eventually, from any IT, computers, crypto in general? What's What's your story?
1: Um, well, I've got a background in IT. Um, I mainly worked with computers most of my career, and I've kind of always been into collectibles as well. So that was really the first thing that drew me into Ravencoin. I'd seen some. Uh, I think you had McLeod on this show before. I saw some of his work on Reddit, and that kind of drew me into thinking about creating something on some sort of blockchain. I kind of looked into all the options, and I tried Tezos and and all these other sort of ones like like Eth and Ravencoin was really the one that gave me the most freedom to. Uh, really make what I wanted, and I started out really simple. I just kind of went on Reddit and made some interactive clickables. So you'd click the screen, it would make kind of a little firework, and I gave ten of those away. And they were pretty popular, and I mean, it sort of made me think I could probably take this a little bit further, and I started making a few really basic games, and that's kind of how I got started.
0: Yeah, I've, some things stand out more than others. I I don't have a uh, an IT background, and my background came from the... Uh, the monetary side of, of, of Bitcoin and crypto and then to Ravencoin. So the NFT thing has really sprung up on me, and it seems to have sprung up on a lot of other people. Um, there's this, the, the, the arguments seem to have sprung up about the, uh, the value of NFTs. And have you had any, any discussions about people telling you these things don't have value, or why might they have value? Have you had to explain yourself to people?
1: Uh, not once, no, but uh, there's been, a, a fit, uh, not really in that sort of way, but discussions around sort of comparing it to FNFTs, and I think a lot of the the value with S is, is kind of in the cost it, you you're paying to create that NFT in the first place, whereas Ravencoin is inherently a lot cheaper, so you're kind of, it, the entry point is so much lower, I guess is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, I found that too. I mean, I've, I just don't really see how people, I think people in F are trapped, and so they can't get out of it. And, and, and like you literally cut to pay hundreds of dollars or at, you know, peak fees, a couple of hundred US dollars just to move any amount. I've had um some uh crypto twenty tokens from the first index fund that was formed before Ravencoin launched. And uh they're they're like a lead weight around my ankle because if I want to move them anywhere, it just costs an earth and it's just costs the earth. So I, I think that F and also with its um, chain fork that seems to be happening at the moment uh, it's, it's really got some issues that Ravencoin just doesn't have
1: oh yeah definitely yeah 100% and that's something we're going to capitalise on hopefully going forward
0: yeah um, okay so that's how you got into NFT. So it I looked across your website, uh, which is nifty synth, N-I-F-T-Y synth um, You've got quite a few different pots on the boil. Tell me what, about virtual pets. Is that like a Tamagotchi?
1: Yeah, so pretty much a, a Tamagotchi or cyber pet as we used to have them in the UK. Um really used to like those as a kid and that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from, sort of nostalgia from the 90s really and virtual pets were a big thing back then and I wanted to kind of try and make something similar within the chain and something that didn't have any external dependencies like databases or servers that need to be kept running to keep it alive and I made some really basic ones to start out with and they were sort of semi-popular so I thought you know I'll go for it and make a, a full one and it's still got a long way to go. Part of the beauty of Ravencoin is if you're developing something like that it's a bit like a game you can kind of put it on a subtoken and then when you're ready to roll out another big version update, you can just go and reissue that subtoken and then you're, you're away, really, with your version 2 or your version 3.
0: Yeah. And, and have, have you had much interest in them?
1: Uh, the virtual pets, uh, the interest is picking up slowly. Um, I think... Uh, I'm not great at marketing, so... Yeah, yeah. I think the picture on, on the website for that wasn't great and stuff, and you know how it goes.
0: Yeah, yeah. What... So... What is the the big project that's uh, the main thing you're working on now?
1: It's hard to sort of just zero in on one. I've started working on a lot of, um, I guess, kind of more 2D art, which is something I've never really done before. Um, It started off just kind of trying to poke a little bit of fun at the Ethrox, and from there it's just kind of evolved into all sorts of different rocks and mushrooms, and it's just um, getting a bit out of control. Might do some ice cream soon as well, but yeah, kind of enjoying that. Um, In the background I'm kind of working on a a couple of games, so I was supposed to release a a sort of Pac-Man type game recently, but it needed a lot more polish, so I've just sort of gone back to the drawing board of that. Uh, I'm working with a very talented developer on uh, a kind of game around the Synthmon concept, which is just a a collection of monsters that you're going to be able to sort of trade and stuff and there's more info coming on that soon but yeah other than that just random 3d models i designed my first raven yesterday which is a a sort of big landmark for me i've never never attempted that before so that was fun
0: and so how do you go from if any if my child for example you know wanted to get into making them do you need are you using much it knowledge to make them or are you using blender or is what sort of i mean other than giving away trade secrets what's the background for how do you start from scratch to build your nft
1: yeah you can definitely go through blender i use a uh, nomad sculpt which is like a mobile 3d development app um, but yeah through blender you would just make your model um, save it as a glb file which is the format that most of the kind of browser-based uh, 3d model viewers are using uh, you can just from there upload it to ipfs and you're away, you just mint your asset with the RPFS hash.
0: I might get my kids to do some of those and see how they go. And do you use your own IP? Uh, Did you get your own pinning service, or do you use another another service?
1: Uh, at the moment, I do have my own ones because it, it got a bit ridiculous the amount of assets that I had. I didn't really want to put uh, a lot of pressure with some of the larger file sizes on on the um, standard gateway. So I just sort of created my own service which can handle that load.
0: Oh, good, good, good. So that's led me to wonder about your whiskey casks. So that seems like a, like a virtual cask that that ages somehow. How does that work technically?
1: So it's it's kind of based on a time. Oops, sorry. It's kind of based on a timestamp of of when the when the whiskey was virtually casked. As time passes through the swap service on Ravencoin, more and more tokens will become available to basically swap your whiskey for. And the cool thing about it is that each cask has 100 liters of whiskey in it. So you can take, I don't know, one liter, five liters, and do swaps for those, and then keep the rest in the cask. And as long as you keep it in the cask, it will continue to age, and you can keep getting better and better swaps for that aged liquid.
0: Oh, so the value potentially rises with the older, like normal whiskey, is that right? Well, yeah, the, the pseudo value, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, you're swapping it for another token, but ultimately they could be swapped for Ravencoin, which can be swapped for Fiat. Um, and Yes, certainly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. So another thing I've looked at is your arcade. You know, you mentioned there's a the Pac-Man-like game as well, but something I saw on Twitter was, well, I think it was you, was it this Gladiator Arena?
1: Ah, uh, so that wasn't actually me. That was a, a really talented guy called Bearpunk, I believe. It oh. was related to another project that I started doing, but hasn't quite got there yet.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, well, let's just talk about the, the Pac-Man stuff. I, I'm, again, technically, again, how does a game on a blockchain work? Do you, lo- do you have the token and then you download the game from IPFS, or how does that work?
1: Uh, this is something that I've thought a lot about, and there's loads of stuff you can do to, you know, sort of ensure that your game goes to people only who have paid for it with the current systems. But I think, from my point of view, it's better just to make them free. Um, I'm not making, you know, really really high quality stuff game wise at the moment because a lot of my time is focused on other branches of synth. So yeah, just going to kind of publish them for free. But yeah, there's options out there like passwording, even including the game as an encrypted file, and and just sending out the password on sale.
0: Right. Okay. So you, and then you, then what the password they download the game and the game is just an application, an executable or, uh, or a, you know, dev file or whatever format. Is that how it works?
1: That's that's correct. Yeah. The sort of method that I'm taking is I'm using HTML5 and JavaScript just to render the game in the browser. Yeah. So that means that if they're viewing the NFT from their wallet on the computer, they can play it straight away, or you know, on the phone or whatever they want to do.
0: Oh, that's really cool. I think that these games, you're really out on the edge on that, to be honest. I think these, these distributed games uh, could potentially really take off. Um, NFTs generally, how do you think they're going? I mean, we're getting a lot of different, uh, so many different formats are trying to compete and different, different platforms, different blockchains, different ideas. Just generally, apart from IT, where do you think, they're going and how much do you think that you know do you think we're in a boom that's going to burst or a bubble that's going to burst is there any steam going to get you know, how much once all the wheat's been separated from chaff or froth blown off as they call it how do you see them going in general
1: so i think you know first of all nfts are uh, one of the reasons they're so popular is because they enable anyone to self-publish you know, with varying levels of entry. Uh, in the future, I think that's just going to get better and better and more and more people are going to sort of pick it up. And I think it's definitely going to become more of a business thing as well, especially where Ravencoin is concerned. Just the way in which you can structure the tokens, I think really makes sense for business. And, you know, it, for, for personal use, it can be anything from a fun fun hobby then to to evolving to a business itself with, with NFTs and, and sort of using tokens to bolster your existing business in the real world as well be it with vouchers or giveaways or anything really.
0: And is that something you're looking at getting into in terms of um, augmenting businesses like uh, like Mango Farm and IP Assets are?
1: Uh, it's something that I've, I've toyed with with third parties. So we had a little look at um, with a company called H-Town Donuts based in America, just uh, uh, doing a sort of a donut, a visual 3D donut token that the customers could receive to their wallet when they, you know, took out a an order at the restaurant and and that would be something that they could then later trade for a discount or you know whatever really the restaurant wanted i think that's something that's for now quite underrated but in future is going to be a really big thing i think big brands are going to want to be able to do that oh, sure. in pretty much May soul situations yeah
0: i could just imagine that you could um like you say you could i think the kids or teenagers would be pretty happy with some sort of nft with some uh, representation of some sort of customized in this case a donut and then you trade that or change it and then turn it into the real thing in a fun way of ordering a donut you know just for oh, yeah, the fun for of sure. it. yeah and you can do it for parties and all sorts of things uh, Yeah. you could you could you could link it up with your synth synth bakery
1: this is the thing yeah, yeah. 100% possible
0: um now just a few things i'm sorry if it sounds like t- uh 20 ke- 20 questions i'll try to keep them a little bit more general so it's not so uh, uh focused what do you have any idea what why the raven coin price has just been surging in the last few weeks i've got a couple of ideas but i just it just suddenly jumped ahead <sighs>
1: I really wouldn't claim to be an expert on this, but from what I can see, the community is really growing. Um, I, th- I think I've seen with Dogecoin in the past that once the community starts growing, buys go up, sales go down, holds go up, and it just has this sort of knock-on effect that drives the coin on this sort of upwards-downward slope that eventually leads to gains. But you know, I'd be really interested to, to hear what you think about it.
0: Well, I think it's a couple of things, really. I mean... On the one hand i think bitcoin may have had a jump because of this uh the, the passing in the senate or kind of a, a lobbying disaster regarding the uh the infrastructure bill uh have you heard what's going on with that only vaguely no, i haven't heard much so, about it yeah so i mean i got it from um, the, the breakdown podcast and following on the news from that essentially there's this Many pages, multi-billion-dollar infrastructure capital works bill that the Biden administration is putting through, uh, you know, to obviously funded by huge loans, and in the U.S. system, contrary to our parliamentary systems, they often shove in things that are completely unrelated uh, at the end of a bill. Like the the last, at the end of the Trump administration, there was some the alien exposure thing was shoved in at the end of some other bill about COVID funding. Well, in this case, they. They set, set, linked it slightly. They said we're going to have to pay for this bill. So someone at the IRS got some magical calculators and calculated that up to something like 29 billion dollars in tax revenues been lost because we're not we're not uh, screwing over crypto users. And uh, so they put it into this bill, wow. saying that any any uh, any uh, facility or any. Uh, Technology or person that facilitates the transfer of crypto assets is, is a broker, which could include a miner, which could include you <laughs> in, in the U.S., and therefore has to provide KYC, oh, no. KYC to the IRS and forms, and and then pay tax. And of course, if I'm I've got a mining rig out the back of the, uh, my uh, my house, and there's there's no way I who I I'd have any idea who's validating transactions using my, you know, and I'm invalidating parts of them anyway. Mm. So so the, uh, the crypto community just went, was completely blindsided. And so there was this massive, massive lobbying effort to try and get some amendments to try and clarify what they mean by transmission thing. And so some of the amendments that were put up there uh, tended to lean towards uh, proof of work being somehow more legitimate than other forms like proof of stake. Those amendments didn't get passed because there was just uh, uh, an issue about, of weekends and crowds and people uh, competing amendments. And then there was one last chance at the end that if, if one out of 100 senators objects to a bill passing, then it didn't pass. One Republican said, uh, I won't pass this bill, be, this amendment, because uh, I want to tag it to another 50 million or whatever it is, dollars of defense spending in my, in my state. And if it hadn't been him it would have been someone else or, or Senator Warren or something anyway so it it got completely passed un unaltered and a lot of commentary on Twitter seemed to say that I mean the max Kaiser are saying that the proof of work seemed to have been getting a, uh, a a better deal so there's a there's a remote chance it could be amended in in the lower house um, but uh the Democrats have the numbers there too as well so uh, much more so than in the case of the Senate so these I think their lobbying efforts are now resting on how they're going to interpret the bill or the act once the president signs it off uh, in the IRS. But for the time being, it seems that they seem to accept that proof-of-work validation is impossible to account for KYC, and so that seems to be benefiting us. And I think Bitcoin went up then, um, and of course Bitcoin is king still. But Ravencoin did shoot up for a while, Faster than uh, than everything else, so um, yeah, yeah it's it's difficult to tell whether it's that or whether it's um, just just trading volume. The halving coming up, um, it's 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 taken me by surprise. I'm not I'm not upset by it, but <laughs> so anyway, um,
1: yeah, no, good thing definitely.
0: Yeah, and so we've got more exchanges happening as well. And yeah, so I don't know, I don't know. I'm pretty excited. Um, I'm still mining the difficulty hasn't the difficulty shot up, but it hasn't been it's doubled in the last month, but it, uh, it's still fairly low compared to everything else. so I've only got four GPUs, two three, 1080s T.I.s and a 1070 T.I. I'm still getting about you know um mm. 90 95, 100 raven coin a day. so yeah, I'm pretty excited. Not bad. Yeah. So, uh, now I know this is not yours, but you may have had something to do with it. Raven Trader. Is that, seems you see a lot of your NFTs on raventrader.net. Have you, um, how's your work been going with that?
1: Oh, so that's not one of mine, but it's a great website. It basically facilitates swaps on Ravencoin. So you can go there, um, get a hash, pop it in your wallet, or some compatible software and basically swap some Ravencoin or an asset for another asset or some Ravencoin. So it's a, it's a really handy way to automate um, trades and sales of assets. And that was made by Ben, who could be found on the Ravencoin Discord.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, um. Yeah, so which the wallets you use, I'm just trying to, because I try to keep things simple for people who are not technically minded. If I wanted to get your sort of stuff, what's the main wallet you would recommend people use on their phone or not that you're endorsing any one or another but one that people most commonly tend to use?
1: Um, I mean I can only really speak to what I've used. I've used the official wallet, so of the Ravencore wallet on the phone. I think I've also used the Mango wallet which turned out to be pretty good. I also really like their Web wallet as well. That's really handy for both assets and storing Raven. Yeah. That, that's probably the one to go for if you're a beginner and you just want to get straight into it.
0: Yeah, just a warning for, for new users, if you get this, the Ravencore wallet and also Stibits, it can take a day or a day and a half to sync. But once it's synced up, it stays synced up. Yeah, and I just make sure I open it every now and again, just in case it lags, which it doesn't end to. Uh, okay, so that's cool. So um, I might give you the floor. If you've got anything that you want to tell us about, or you think that any commentaries, anything you want to say about uh about ravencore uh, ravencore or art or nfts anything
1: yeah sure i'll use this for shout out. so uh, i guess the first one is rvnft.art who really are one of the biggest ogs on ravencore and they got me into the game 100 um before i had my token uh, ricky from from there he he minted my first couple of bits for me, and and kind of got me on board with all that. Uh, opened me up a booth at GraveLand. He he was really great. Um, all the other artists there. I mean, Joju, Zara. It's all almost getting to the point now where there are too many to mention, but they're all great. Um, just want a massive shout out to those guys. Are doing great work. Um, also, I guess uh, the the Just NFTs marketplace. Uh, still early days this marketplace, but it's really picking up traction now. Uh, a lot of new sellers on there, a lot of new buyers and everyone's really supporting the community on that marketplace. A lot of Ravencoin going to the foundation as well, which is great. Um, definitely humble Humble miner was in the game way before me. He's actually got his own uh, sort of mobile app video game, sort of that works with Ravencoin. You can get assets from it. You can uh, get a Ravencoin based currency from it. It's really worth checking it out. It's on iOS right now, coming to Android, I believe. Um, big fan. Uh, massive new token on Ravencoin something that an idea that I really like, which is kind of part of it, which is um, taking your NFT and being able to put that on a T-shirt or a mug or or a pair of shoes or whatever you want, and and then sort of send that out to the buyer when they purchase the NFT. That's something that I'm personally really interested in. And think will do really well. Um, new kid on the block, Raven Smith, making lots of um, very on-theme NFTs. Really love to see his new work. He's on Justin NFTs as well. Check him out. Just, um, yeah, I've probably got a bunch of people. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, no, he is, he is new on the block, but really good stuff.
0: He sent me a magic mushroom, magic mushroom number nine. <laughs> so I'm just looking at it now. Oh, nice. It looks all very pixelated. Congrats. <laughs> I don't know how I got it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think these are actually generated by um, Python, so they're, they're randomly generated mushrooms. Really cool.
0: Oh all right, so there's, there could be different quantities. You don't know how many they're going to be of different different types.
1: Well, exactly, yeah, and, and they're just kind of completely random with sort of different characteristics and stuff, and all based on your wallet address, I think, that you buy them with.
0: Yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. Before.
1: No, no, it's, that's that's right. I was actually at the end, although I'm sure I have forgotten a couple of people. Apologies, you know who you are. Yeah, that's that's probably from me.
0: Cool, cool. So I'm just having a look at our uh, time. Yeah, this is a fairly short one, but that's right because, uh, and I just wanted to just find various people out there, so listeners can can find out who the uh, the kids and the OGs are on the block, so they can just have a look. So we find you. How can we find you? What are all your different platforms?
1: Um, so at the moment, the best place to actually no it's going to be twitter because let's be honest i don't update the blog nearly enough i'm i'm on twitter at nifty synth uh, my website is niftysynth.com. for any emails it's contact at team and that would be the main routes
0: cool cool excellent well uh i think the sun's the sun's been up a while at my house i might go and make myself a coffee so um it's been great having you on And uh, for all those people, if you want to get onto those websites, Nifty Synth, and uh, what was it on Twitter? Synth what? Oh, Nifty Synth. It was
1: Nifty Synth on Twitter, and Synth yeah, NiftySynth.com.
0: Yeah, Nifty Synth. So it's N-I-F-T-Y-S-Y-N-T-H on Twitter, and you can see a lot of that interaction. What I really, really like about this field is you've mentioned a whole lot of different shout-outs, like it's just NFTs and others, and and Ricky at uh, R-E-N-F-T, the the collaboration that I've seen uh, is really uh, not entirely precedented. I mean, I think, <coughs> I think the collaborations in other projects, but I think one of the things about Ravencoin not being a corporation, not having a phone number, or not having an office, is that people are just, ha- it's at it by necessity and just by uh, by utility, coming together from different fields to try and collaborate on these projects, and in particularly with R V N F T. He's got sort of all different triangulations of that can all roads lead to, and R V N F T in a sense, um, it, it's it's really quite good to see. So um, yeah, so I'd look, th- I'd shout that shout out to him as well, uh, in particular, and also to target Mango Farm and IP assets, um when people can uh, can pin their if they don't have their own IPFS pinning service because they don't want to have to keep a computer server on twenty four seven. You can just go to. um RPf, uh, raving Ravencoin ipfs and uh and pin it there and i think at the moment it's for the there's a free plan um and for one megabyte and then for the next plan something like three raving coin per month which is dirt cheap 50 cents in america so um yeah that that, that um collaboration is awesome cool okay well well um i guess we'll just call it a day and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you probably on one of the roundtables coming up. And I look forward to this, ga- this Pac-Man game coming up so I can introduce my children to my own childhood.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. And, and thanks so much for having me on. It was great to chat and, and hopefully again soon. I hope you had a good, You have a good morning.
0: Yeah, it's Father's Day over here, so I've got to, got to go back to bed and pretend I never got up so they can all come in. <laughs> right. Well, I hope it goes good. Okay. All the best then. Okay. And we'll see you next time. (coughs) Bye. Bye.